0: You're listening to The Hungry Soul with Rachel Foy, covering all topics from spirituality, mindset work, beliefs, relationships, food, body image, business, money, self-expression, and more, helping you become a soul-fed woman. Hi, gorgeous souls, and welcome to episode 76 here at The Hungry Soul podcast. And today, I'm just gonna jump straight in. This is a solo episode. It's just me musing around certain topics which I see being spoken about in places and this conversation right now is off the back of a question that got asked in my Facebook group in Soul Fed Woman The Movement and it's around intermittent fasting. Now just to remind all of you that are listening, I am anti-diet, I am weight neutral and a lot of the conversations that are had certainly mainstream, even the ones that are disguised as health related conversations, they're not. There's, there's so much kind of smoke and mirrors and there's so much fakeness and, and I just want to be really transparent that the conversations that we have over certainly my community, there is no intention in terms of it being weight related or rather weight focused and certainly not diet focused but this question came into the group a few days ago and and it was around intermittent fasting and interestingly I've, I've actually heard a few people talking about this um, over the last week or so which isn't surprising because as I'm sat here it's the beginning of January everybody, I say everybody, maybe not you, you're part of my community, but most people are in that place of, right, I now need to be good. I now need to sort myself out when it comes to food. I now need to control myself. I now need to get back on the wagon. I now need to stop eating all the treats. So, you know, these these conversations are just mainstream, aren't they? Like they're happening all the time. But this one specifically, I just want to kind of share my my views around this particular topic. Now, a disclaimer is my opinion is my opinion and it's not to say that it's right, wrong or otherwise and you can listen to what I have to say and go, I don't agree with anything that she said and that's completely fine Um, and I'm certainly not on the understanding that my opinion around this is like gospel and that anything else that falls outside of what I believe to be true is therefore wrong but I do believe strongly by what I want to share with you around this topic. And this has come from not just my own experience of having been a dysfunctional eater for like 14 years approximately, but this also comes from over 10 years of working in this field and having worked with hundreds of women, one-to-one, thousands of women on like a, a platform of the world wide web, who have actually gotten to that place of healing their relationship with food. So I'm coming from a place of experience, like personal and professional. So intermittent fasting, for those of you that might not know, is the concept that we should have prolonged periods of time throughout 24 hours, whereby we don't eat anything. And some people recommend it be a certain amount of time, so 10 hours, 12 hours, 8 hours, 14 hours. There are so many different kind of concepts around this. But the the general consensus... Is that there should be a prolonged period of time when we don't feed our body, and a lot of people claim that there are health benefits. A lot of people have researched this and they've written books about it, and they, you know, they talk from their point of view, from their perspective, that it's good for our body, that it can help heal our body, that it can regenerate cells, that it's good for blood sugar, that it's good for certain organs. So whatever, okay, that's what other people say. Now, again, I'm not. I'm not saying that my opinion is the only opinion to have. However, the one thing that I will categorically say is that anybody that's listening to this, who is in my community, who is in my sacred temple, they are women who have not got a healthy relationship to food. So in the sense of what do I think of this? I think it's really important that, well, several things, first of all. First is recognizing that And I said this at the very beginning of this episode, a lot of things which are masked as being healthy or for you know the good of our health or it's about well being, they are diets disguised. Okay. And there are so many movements and so many concepts and so many books and so many schools of thought that are masked as, well, this is good for your health. And actually it's bullshit because what they are is they're masked as a way to lose weight and to control and manipulate our body. And fasting intermittent fasting could be perceived as being one of those ways. There are so many others as well. You know, keto is often one that gets mentioned about, but it's got health benefits and paleo and some people like the 5-2, which arguably that has also got elements of extreme calorie restriction. So therefore fasting as well. Um, there are so many. And the one thing that I have definitely noticed is people that are, not in a place of having a quote unquote normal relationship with food it's quite easy to bounce from one to another and go oh but i'm doing this for my health or well actually if i do this this is for like my you know it's for my body and it's for more energy and it's to regenerate my cells and it's to do this and it's to do the other but what i would invite any of you to really look into if that's is if that's what you're doing is what is your genuine honest hand on heart intention of doing something like this because if you're in my community there is already a high chance that you have body insecurities, that you have been a chronic dieter, that you might still have that belief somewhere in the depth of your mind that you'd just like to be 10 pound lighter, that if you just didn't have the body that you had, that suddenly life would be so much better. So even though you're saying well, I'm going to do this for my health because all of these studies and this book say that it's good for my health, there's likely another motivational factor behind your intention. And this is where it comes down to self-responsibility. You know, I honestly do not believe that somebody who has got a dysfunctional relationship with food and they have dissatisfaction with their physical appearance that no matter what they believe to be true, as in, I'm going to do this for my health, I don't believe that that's ever going to be a healthy thing for that individual to do because it's likely to re-trigger and it's likely to bring stuff up for them. And it's likely to get that diet gremlin reactivated in their mind, you know, and particularly things around fasting. It's really hard for someone who's not been a dysfunctional eater to ever understand how obsessive we can be with food. And for someone that has had food obsession, and I'm speaking from experience, I don't go anywhere near any of these concepts because I don't want to risk it. I know what my relationship with food has been like in the past. And it would be so easy for someone that has been food obsessed to do something like intermittent fasting and ends up becoming preoccupied with how many calories they're saving and how many things that they're not eating. So it's just... It's kind of a gentle warning that's coming from my heart to yours to just really be aware of and to be really mindful as to what the motivational factor behind any of these things is. And it's not just intermittent fasting, it's there's loads of them. So your motivation behind doing it is first and foremost. Now, if some of you listening might be in that place of, yeah, but I really want to do something like this for my health, or you know, to kind of boost my energy, or to help heal myself from illness, or from disease, that's totally okay, if that's where you're coming from, but have you got 100% unattachment, is that even a word, are you 100% not attached to the way that you're choosing to eat, that's what I was trying to say, so if we think about someone who would be um, labeled as someone who is a normal eater. And I hate using that phrase, but it's just to kind of explain the point. Someone that's never struggled with body issues, body hatred, food obsession, binging, calorie restriction. They've not been on diets. Like they just, they don't have that relationship with food. Like food is food is food is food. That's it. They are not emotionally attached to how they eat. Somebody that might be like that would likely not have an issue with doing something that they perceive is genuinely for the highest and greatest good of their body and for their health and for their well-being because they have nothing that could be re-triggered or reactivated. Okay, so that's the place that I would invite all of you to get to first before you even consider anything else because you have got the... I suppose the danger really of falling back into that old old mindset. And for any of you listening that have been in a place of food dysfunction or body dissatisfaction for any amount of time, it's taken years for you to get to where you are. So, you know, just be really mindful of of that motivation behind why you want to do something like that first and foremost. Now, the second thing that I want to mention is I freaking hate labels and especially when it comes to food, it's like, well, I'm choosing to eat paleo or keto, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that, or I'm intermittent fasting. I'm going to put a label on the fact that I'm doing it this way. I don't agree with that at all. And I will categorically stand by that, that choice for myself because it doesn't work. You know, as soon as we put any kind of framework around how we are choosing to eat, we become emotionally attached And as soon as we are emotionally attached, then things like rebelling and getting annoyed and getting frustrated and also turning food into a moral issue, it becomes heightened and it becomes significantly increased. So that's something that, again, I just want to invite you to have a think about. Is that also what you're going to be doing should you explore something like intermittent fasting? Because you're creating a framework around what is allowed and what isn't. So I don't agree with that. I don't agree that we need to become so focused in terms of how we're choosing to eat because anything, even labeled as healthy, even labeled as good for your wellbeing, um, anything that's labeled, there is some kind of framework around which it should be done. Therefore, if we don't do it that way, we failed. And for women that struggle with food and body image anyway, they are always the kind of women that are perfectionists, that want everything to be spot on. They're often very critical of themselves. They're often very judgmental. There's often that all or nothing approach to life in general. So again, is that really going to serve you? Because if there are certain rules that need to be followed, therefore, if you don't follow those rules, how's that going to make you feel? So just be mindful of labeling anything that you choose to do. The third thing that I want to mention, and this is really where this is at the core of what I teach and what I truly stand, stand for with, with the work that I do. It's not about the things that you choose to follow in terms of, let's, let's mention intermittent fasting because that's, that's what we're talking about. This is about you knowing your body. And for some people, their body might naturally go through periods of time throughout a 24-hour period where she isn't asking to be fed and that's okay. Likewise, there might be some of you whose body, when you listen to her properly without judgment, and you've worked through your shit so that you don't question yourself, that that's just not something that your body does. And again, that's totally okay. So rather than becoming so concerned about, well, I should be doing it this way, because according to the books and the research, this is what I should be doing, that takes out the fact that each and every single one of us is unique. and. Each and every one of us has got a body that is equally as unique. So rather than following any kind of rules or ideology or methodology, what if you could turn your attention on fully getting to know yourself and fully getting to appreciate that your body will tell you exactly what is right for her? Because the one thing that I don't agree with is when we start ignoring what she's asking for. And in something in the realms around fasting there there is that 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 danger really that your body's asking to be fed and you're refusing to feed her because it falls out of the framework and And I don't agree with that, like if your body's asking to be fed, she's asking to be fed for a reason. Now obviously there are layers to work through with that because some of us don't fully know when we're hungry, some of us don't fully know what we hunger. some of us don't fully trust the messages that we hear. so I appreciate that it's not just clear cut of I'm just gonna eat when I'm hungry. Um, although, if we're keeping this really simple, that really is what it comes down to. But it's coming out of our head and getting into our bodies. So I would invite all of you who are considering any kind of health-based well-being based eating plans, which is pretty much what we're talking about. Even if people are screaming from the mountaintops that this is really good for your health, the best thing that you can do for yourself, for your health, for your well-being is to really get to know your body and actually start listening to her because she will guide you. Um, now, I don't really talk too much about what I eat. And I do that intentionally because I don't want people to use the way that I eat and go, oh, that's what Rachel does. That's what I should be doing as well. Because I'm encouraging you to to get to know yourself and actually embrace your individuality. But the one thing that I do notice for me now, because I don't have the struggles that I used to have, is that one day to the next, my hunger and and my body is it changes. So some days I can eat three, four, five, six times a day. Some days I eat like two or three times a day. Some days I I eat like way more than I eat the day before. And some weeks I seem to be like really hungry and some weeks I don't. But rather than me making that mean anything... I've just accepted that. That's what my body does. Like the one thing that we all seem to forget is that our bodies are so incredibly, incredibly intuitive. And right now your body, she's doing everything that she can to be continuously bringing herself back into a state of equilibrium, back into a state of balance from like hormones to like water levels to all the chemicals, like everything that's going on in your entire being, she's doing that all by herself. And she does exactly the same with food. Now, if our bodies really need to have breaks from food intentionally, then I truly believe that she would let you know that that, be, that that be true. And also she would be letting you know what kind of foods that she is requiring in terms of getting the nutrition and the stuff into her that helps with detoxification and really nourishing herself and helping to regenerate cells. Like our bodies are really intuitive. So that's what I wanted to share with you in terms of this topic. Like I said, I could probably speak about this for so much more, but this was really just brain food. It was for for us to start a conversation. If you'd have a think about what do you believe to be true, I'd love to hear your comments. If you're listening to this um, on probably iTunes, well, actually iTunes, but if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, you can actually comment below this episode, um, and I'd really like to know what what your thoughts are on this. So. That's my two pence worth. I hope it's instigated a few little thoughts for you. But really, at the end of the day, it comes down to us trusting ourselves because generations ago, there weren't there weren't these kind of ways of of eating whereby we have to fit the framework and we have to do all the things. People just ate food. And, you know, I know some people throw around the argument that, but food modification and food production has changed. And yes, of course it has, but we as human beings haven't. And I think if we just give ourselves the credit that actually we already know how to eat and and how to fuel ourselves because all the food that was available two, three, four, five generations ago, it's still available now, but we, we kind of get in our, we get in our heads and we get in our own way. So So yes, just um, something for you to be mindful of, okay? Right, in the meantime, um, I wanted to mention very quickly, depending on when you're listening to this, you've got a couple of weeks to come and join me in the Food Freedom Masterclass, which starts on January the 20th. This is my 10-week, all singing, all dancing, all encompassing, group of incredible women who are on that path to become more connected to themselves and to actually break free from food obsession and body hatred and dieting. So so that they really trust themselves in terms of their body wisdom and they actually know categorically that they can trust their bodies like their bodies know what to do so if you want to come and join us there is an early bird prize at the minute depending on when you listen to this but you can find all the information over at foodfreedommasterclass.com have a little nosy see what you think and I would love to have you over there in the masterclass starting very very soon okay right gorgeous thank you for listening and I will speak to you shortly